Welcome to the Well Hello Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Jessica Mickelson. My goal is to teach you how to have a memorable Disney vacation. As a mom of four, military wife, and lifelong Disney goer, I want to share the magic of the parks with you and help you experience that magic at home too. You can find me at Well Hello Magic on all social media platforms. And my main hub is www.wellhellomagic.com, which has everything you need for a successful Disney trip and more. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. It's already Halloween. This year is flying by so fast. I don't know if you feel the same way. If you are a parent and listening to this, if you have a bunch of kid activities that have just been keeping you so busy, um, I feel like this year is flying by and I'm also trying to really savor it and enjoy the moments with my kids. And so I do think that's making time go by a little bit faster and I cannot believe the Halloween season is basically already over. So I basically should say Happy New Year's because Thanksgiving will be here before we know it and then it'll be Christmas and then it'll be New Year's. So, um, you know, it's going to be a blink. So I'm going to talk about the holidays at Walt Disney World today and also just the holidays at home because this is a very magical time, but also a very stressful time if you let it be. So I'm hoping that I can help you get organized in the same way I do with having four kids because it can be stressful and I want you to experience the most magic you possibly can at the parks, but also at home. So my husband and I leave in just two short weeks to head back to Walt Disney World to experience the holiday season. Some things that we have on the agenda, we're going to Jollywood Nights and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. We haven't been to Walt Disney World for a full long week vacation as a family since 2000. And um, 18, we went in 2021 when we still had restrictions and masks, but we only went to Epcot because that's our favorite park and did Festival of the Holidays and just kind of went around the resorts. Then last year, my daughter and I went by ourselves because she had a dance performance with Imagination Campus and she and I had a great time, went to the very first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party in three years and it was a blast, um, but I really needed a trip down there without my kids, one, to get content so I can help you better plan your trip, but also I just want to go and absorb everything because I found out that we are going back to Walt Disney World for dance next year to perform with Imagination Campus again. And that is going to be over the holidays. And so we are planning on taking the entire family this time and doing a full like 10 day Disney vacation down there. And if you have been following me for a while, you know, I like to stay as present as possible with my kids. I still get content and everything that I need. And I take you along for that journey. But the videos and pictures that I'm using are videos and pictures that I would be taking of my kids anyway. So it's not really the same when you're trying to teach people how to plan a trip. So that's why this trip in two weeks is going to be really useful. So we'll go to those two parties. We're also going to stop by Blizzard Beach for a few hours. We haven't been to Blizzard Beach since 2019. So we are going to go there, do some filming, um, just reacquaint ourselves with that water park. Typhoon Lagoon has been our staple water park the last couple of years. We know that place like the back of our hand. And so it'll be nice to set foot back into Blizzard Beach. Then we are planning on 
doing a resort tour and or monorail tour and probably we'll stop by a few of the other resorts as well. And then we'll definitely make a pit stop at Fort Wilderness Campground and campsites to see all the inflatables. That's just such a fun time if you have the opportunity to ever do that during the Christmas time. So, and I think that will wrap up kind of the things that we're hoping to do. We will step foot in each park um, to get content, hop on some rides that we want to ride. But this is really a work trip slash enjoyment trip because we are really looking forward to Jollywood Nights. So the way I describe Walt Disney World Resort during Christmas, it's basically magic on top of magic. So the place is already magical, but they do not skimp when it comes to decor, especially at Magic Kingdom, where it is completely decked out. Every piece of it, it's beautiful. Main Street is just like a Hallmark movie. And then if you get to go during Mickey's um, Very Merry Christmas Party, there's Snope on Main Street, which is like a bubble soap mixture that looks like snow. And it is just so fun and magical. Animal Kingdom has really cool touches. They decorate it in terms of like theme of area. So the decorations are very unique. The big tree there is very unique. They have the animal menagerie, which I love, which is basically life-size puppets of animals. And the puppeteers are just fantastic. And um, it's an experience that you want to have. It's a sweet experience, especially if you have children and they just love it. My kids giggle so much with the Merry Menagerie. Then Hollywood Studios is the chef's kiss of Christmas because they just go all out in that vintage Christmas style. And um, I love it there. Gertie even has a little Santa hat on. You have ornaments on the lake over on Echo Lake and it's just beautiful during the holidays. And then, of course, you have Festival of the Holidays at Epcot and the Candlelight Processional, which is the um, telling of the Christmas story and their celebrity narrators every year and a 50-piece choir. And um, it is just a beautiful presentation of the Christmas story. And then, of course, you have all the holiday boots and there's a lot of chocolate. So it is my favorite time of year there because chocolate and cookies, I mean, what more could you ask for? It is the shortest fall festivals. It typically only lasts five to six weeks because it starts after Thanksgiving. So that's the one delay in terms of Christmas decor. So if you're wanting full Christmas at Walt Disney World, you will get decorations and all of that stuff in Mickey's Very Merry Christmas in November. But if you want all four parks completely done in Christmas, you do have to wait till after Thanksgiving. Food and Wine Festival is the longest festival at Epcot, and that typically ends after the food and wine race about a week after. And so it takes a couple of weeks to turn around to get ready for that next festival. So if you want the complete Disney experience with the lowest crowds, I typically tra travel in the first two weeks of December. When we only went to Walt Disney World once a year, those were actually the two weeks that we would go. So it wasn't until we became DVC. And of course, in my childhood, we traveled during the summer, but as an adult or a parent going to Disney, it was typically that time. And then when we became DVC in 2018, that's when we started going different times of the year. Okay, so just like any other 
vacation time, I'm always going to tell you to narrow down your priorities. You can't do it all. You can't see it all. So if I was having like this 10 day or like, let's say seven night Christmas experience, you definitely want to hit all four parks. Um, you want to spend a day at Fort Wilderness Campground and Campsites, maybe do a carriage ride, maybe do a trail, maybe um, do pony rides there. But I definitely want to tour the campgrounds because they have all the inflatables and decorations um, up during that time. So I would add that in there. You can go to Disney Springs if you want. If you need to do Christmas shopping, you can Go Christmas shopping at World of Disney and ship stuff home. They do have a Christmas tree stroll, which is basically like a scavenger hunt all over Disney Springs with all the different Christmas trees. If you want to meet Santa, that is going to be your place. There is a virtual queue at Once Upon a Toy, which with they have an amazing backdrop um, of like where you can meet Santa and sit on his lap. So that definitely would be on the list as well for my family. If we were traveling down there, we would make one day to go to Blizzard Beach just because it's always nice to go to a water park. And don't worry, the pools and water parks are all heated. So it's actually a great experience and the crowds are low. For a long time, we actually never went to the water park during summer. So the first time that we went during the summer, we were shocked at how crowded it was. And we were like, duh, this makes sense. Of course, it's going to be crowded during the summer, but we go so much in the winter um, season that we forgot that like other people know about the water park too. So we enjoy going to the water parks in the cooler weather because the pools are all heated. And then we would definitely throw in some Christmas parties then as well. Um, if you have a limited budget, um, I definitely would still go to Hollywood Studios and possibly go to Jollywood Nights too. If Magic Kingdom is hard because you can get into the park early and do some rides. And I don't feel like Mary's very, Mickey's very merry Christmas party makes you focus as much on activities as the Halloween party. So you could do all the stage shows meet some characters and then still get on rides at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. But it's hard to tell you to skip a day at Magic Kingdom because that has the most attractions and family friendly rides. So maybe if you have young kids, skip one of the parties. But if I was going to skip the parties with my kids, I would definitely probably skip Jollywood Nights just because I know Mickey's Very Merry Christmas has a lot of things that the kids would enjoy. So again, you just have to break down your days and pick your priorities of what you really want to do and experience. But what I will tell you is do not go to the party the same day you go to the park. That will ruin your experience. You will be too tired and you won't get to fully enjoy it. Bottom line, a party day and going to the park typically ends in disaster if you have young children. And on top of that, you will never get the money value or the the value in terms of dollars out of going to a park and going to the party. So let's say I'm just making these numbers up. We know the cheapest ticket to any park is 109. So let's say the tickets that day are 136. And then you're paying on top of that another like $120 for a park ticket. That's $256. And again, that's made up and that's probably actually like less. There is no day at any park that is valued at $256. 
And I can guarantee that you will never get that high of a dollar amount value out of going to Magic Kingdom all day and then going to a party that night. What you're going to get is a tantrum and a kid that falls asleep before they even get to see fireworks because typically they're a little bit later on party nights. So when I say if you have young children, not even young children, if you have preteens, teens, if you have humans that cannot make it in a park for 15 hours, don't do both. Now, if you want to go experience Magic Kingdom on a day that has low crowds, head there on a park day and leave at seven whenever you get booted out. Those days are awesome for the park because they are virtually empty. People aren't there because they know they're going to the party and people who don't understand Walt Disney World avoid it because they're like, oh, we have to leave early and we won't see fireworks. So let's not go to that park. So going to a park on a party day, if you have no intention of going to the party is awesome. If you plan on going to the party, I would rather get to the tap style around three o'clock and wait for an hour to enter so that I can be the first in the park to experience the party than go and have a park day. It's just not, it's not worth it. Um, we did a park day one time with Mickey's, um, not so scary Halloween party. And even my 11 year old was done by 10 o'clock because you just can't do it both. That was intentional. So we knew that, but I would not recommend that to anyone, especially if you don't get to go frequently. You know, it's a lot different for my kids. We go multiple times a year here, so we can afford to do that every once in a while. If you are going once every couple of years, once a year, or this is a bucket list trip, please understand when I'm telling you, do not go to the park the same day that you have a party ticket. Rest in the morning, sleep in, get a good lunch, and then head to the park around 2.30 to 3 o'clock to get in line. They'll let you in at 4 o'clock, and then you can get on some rides, and the party will officially start. Typically, it starts around 7 o'clock. I need to know the schedule for this year, but you get in a couple hours beforehand. Another thing that I typically do is look at the foodie guides. I don't look at a lot of foodie guides like with this much intentionality, but I just love Christmas desserts. And so when it comes to Christmas time, the same with Flower and Garden Festival too. I do look at the foodie guides pretty intensely then. I always want to know like, what is it that I want to try ahead of time? Where is it located? And I make a little list that way I don't miss it. So if food is of interest to you, I definitely make a plan for that so I can prioritize what things that I want to try, what drinks I want to have. And you'll see that a lot with especially my husband and I's trip because without kids, we really will get an opportunity to do all of those things. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, parents. Yeah, you. Are you looking for a podcast your kids will really love? Well, we made one just for you. And for us. As genuine, all-natural kids ourselves, we know what makes a fun and interesting podcast. So we decided to make it ourselves. Every show is packed with interviews, stories, and on-the-ground reporting. We have interviewed everyone from scientists to Grammy Award-winning musicians to NFL quarterbacks. Listen to Wild Interest wherever you get your podcasts. 
Then last, let's talk about where you want to stay. It doesn't matter if you're as long as you're on Disney property. In my opinion, every resort has a little bit of a touch of Christmas. We specifically own at Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge because those are my two favorite resorts at Christmas. That is literally the basis of why we purchased. And we just got lucky with Copper Creek that they were selling that contract as the new direct contract when we bought in 2018. And then I went on the hunt for Animal Kingdom Lodge. We are considering adding a third contract right now, now that we've moved up to two bedrooms. So the decision is really hard. I actually am trying to hold out for Fort Wilderness Lodge because again, it's another place that I would love to be at during Christmas. And so I want to see what's going to happen with that resort if they're really going to convert it to a partial DVC resort. And that's probably where I'd want to purchase more points because Christmas time is so much fun. And um, I would love to be able to stay there and have the advantage of booking at 11 months for the years that we wanted to go. So all the resorts have something amazing. Beach Club has this amazing carousel that's made out of gingerbread. Animal Kingdom has gingerbread animals. You have the giant um, gingerbread house at Grand Floridian that's actually a shop as well. Then the Contemporary has a really beautiful ginger house display. So there's lots of ginger house displays everywhere, but those are like the really cool ones to see around um, the properties. Then you have the big trees at Jumbo House, Grand Floridian. The Contemporary's tree is out outside of the resort. And, um, you know, those are things you don't want to miss either. So Christmas at Walt Disney World, it really doesn't get any better. The weather is also amazing during the summer. I actually, knock on wood, I don't know very many times that it's rained when we've had a trip in December, to be honest. And if it has, it's been so little that I don't even remember when it happened. So um, it just is the perfect time. It also is the most expensive time of year. So I won't lie about that either. Your rooms are more expensive. Your tickets are more expensive. So you really got to tap into those discounts, points hacking, anything you do to try to get the cost down. Okay. So let's also talk about magic at home. So This holiday season, which really started about a month ago, if you are like my family and decorated for Halloween and you have all the class parties and school activities, um, and I just feel like this time can also be like a really stressful and depressing time for a lot of families, and I just want to give my PSA or reminder that you don't have to do more than you can handle. There are some moms that can go all out in Pinterest, every single detail, and it looks wonderful. And and that's great for them, as long as they're not stressed. But if that's not you, don't feel any guilt about not creating that winter wonderland. Because Your kids are going to remember more the time they spent with you than all the decorations. Like, yeah, they may laugh and be like, yeah, they, my mom always went all out and did all the stuff and it was cool. But what they're going to remember are the memories that you make with them. And so 
in years where I know I've been overwhelmed, especially like the COVID year um, when the babies were really little, I tried to pick like key activities that were going to be like my core memory maker points where I'm like, okay, we are going to decorate gingerbread houses or we're going to do this. Um, I do you do an advent calendar every year. Um, we celebrate the birth of Christ. And I also acknowledge all other religions and holidays in December with my children because I want them to understand that Christmas is not the only holiday. This year, we're actually going to my daughter's best friend's house and we're celebrating the first night of Hanukkah with her family. So that's going to be amazing because we've always celebrated at home, but we've never had a chance to celebrate it with a Jewish family. And, um, and so the key is not doing more than you can handle and also planning ahead of time. So I use this website called Advent Prep Club. I'll talk about it on Instagram here in a little bit. It was actually created by this woman named Mindy Reeves, and she actually was my uh, wedding planner um, 15 years ago. And so she has been an amazing resource. She had very traditional like activities all December long for years. And then finally, after a decade of doing this, she made Advent Prep Club, which is basically a culmination of activities. She has done with their families and other people have done with their families. And you can go in and just pick the activities. It makes a shopping list for you and you print it all out. Then you can just sit down, order everything on Amazon Target, have it shipped to your house. And I highly recommend doing this in November. That way you're not stressed by the burden of coming up with things later. And so if you want the opportunity to do crafts and all of that stuff, start in November If you cannot get it done and December's here, that's fine. Don't do it. Don't feel the pressure. Have movie nights once a week. Cuddle up on the couch, get a blanket, pop some popcorn. That is memorable as well. I just don't want, especially this year, because I feel like I have a little bit more energy. And, you know, my youngest is now three, which you know, it's a big change for me because I've either been nursing or changing diapers or something for literally a decade. And so for the first time, I'm like, okay, I can get Halloween up. We can do more activities. I'm still not going to do something every day, but we, I can plan ahead of time and not be as stressed out. But I also understand like Christmas, the holiday season, it's not about things and experiences. It's really about maybe slowing down a little bit to have just a little bit more family time. Fall was so crazy with football and field hockey and dance and all these sports. And we have this little break between basketball. And so, especially because the world feels so heavy and I know I haven't been as active on social media just because when the world is a little bit heavier, I just want to hold my kids a little bit tighter And I'm not naive in the sense that I don't understand that the world is heavy all the time. My parents are immigrants. My parents lived through the Biafra Civil War in Nigeria. My mom tells me stories of a time where they used to all just hide under the bed because they thought it was better to be shot together in their home than like be spread out in like the bush or the forest. And so I understand like there is always stuff going on. And honestly, hopefully I don't tear up here. I will never understand why, like I have the life I have and, you know, someone else has a life where, you know, they're worried for their child's safety. Like, and I'm so grateful, 
for that. Um, but in heavier times, it really does help me focus more on like the things that are important and it's not the stuff. And, you know, I know that's rich coming from someone who loves Disney and goes to Disney all the time because it's such an expense. But if you've noticed anything from me and Disney, we probably spend a fourth of our time in the parks and that's it. Because the park ticket is the most expensive thing. But the memories you can make at Walt Disney World Resort, a lot of them are not that expensive or they're free. And so we may be down there a lot, but you're not seeing us at the park every single day because we understand the memories that can be made at the pool or doing activities. That's the same thing with creating magic at home. It's not about necessarily all the stuff. And yes, you can get cheap activities. Oriental Trading Company, ooh, I will be on there all next week because I'll be getting activities for school parties and all the stuff because it is cheap. It comes in like sets of 25, 36, and I can knock it all out, have it ordered, and I don't have to worry about it when December gets here. But I just want to remind you that you're enough. You are creating memories just by being with your family. It's not about the stuff. It's about being together, resetting, refocusing on gratitude and what's important in your life. And just when the world is a little bit heavier to hold your family a little bit tighter, because again, we don't know why we get the lives we get and some don't have the same opportunities we do. And we never will really understand that. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this holiday season. I'm grateful to be able, you know, I'm Christian, so we celebrate the birth of Christ. And I am excited to celebrate all the other December holidays with my children as well. When I tell you that we are so pumped about the first night of Hanukkah, I can't even like explain to you like how excited we are. We're like, okay, do we need outfits? Like, should we match? Should we coordinate? Like, I, we can't wait. But anyway, I hope you hear this and just understand that I feel you and I know how heavy this season can be and the expectations of it. But just know you're enough and you don't have to meet anyone's expectations, not even your own expectations. Just squeeze your family a little tighter. Thank you for joining me on another podcast this week. You actually get two this week. The next episode is going to be with my Walt Disney World best friend, Chris. So she will be on the podcast on Thursday. So look out for that recording. I'm so glad to be back on here. Like I said, I just needed a minor break. Um, the world's a little heavy right now, but have a magical rest of your week. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the next episode. And if you have a moment, I would love a review. Find me on social media at Well Hello Magic. Until next time, have a magical day.